Winona Forever is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, head on over to cageclub.me. Hi, I'm Lindsay Gibb. And I'm Rekha Tulsaram. And this is Winona Forever. Welcome. <laughs> Hi. Uh, we're back and talking about Bram Stoker's Dracula, which was released in 1992 and directed by Francis Ford Coppola. This film is obviously about the Prince of Darkness himself, Count Dracula. Um, <laughs> I can't stop. That was a great pronunciation. Sure. I don't know what I said. I think I added some cues in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, an R, maybe who is a 15th century prince uh, that was condemned to live off the blood of the living for eternity. Um, When one day... (laughs) One day. Keanu Reeves, (laughs) (laughs) played by... His character's name is Jonathan, uh, is sent to Dracula's castle to figure out some land deal. Mm -hmm. And... But the count will sees a little photo of uh, Jonathan's lady. Turns out the lady is like the spitting image of his, you know, deceased wife who committed suicide, and the reason why he became a vampire, yada yada. And uh, but it's like I guess Winona's character Mina is a reincarnation of this woman, and then he imprisons Keanu and then makes his way to London to find his long lost love uh yeah that's accurate something (laughs) (laughs) and it's very long it's It's super long movie it's a long movie it's uh and it's very stylized yes (laughs) i liked how stylized it was it worked really well it was a it was kind of (laughs) cool yeah it's kind of cool it was cooler than i remembered like i felt like it felt like it historically wasn't a movie that people liked, but I think I'm wrong about that. I think people did like it. Yeah, same. Um, I, I think I got it confused. I think I got it confused with Interview with the Vampire in my brain. Right. Like, I hadn't, I hadn't seen Dracula movies. in a really long time, actually. I've seen it, like, a few times, but, like, I'm thinking, like, a good, good long period of time since yeah. I've seen it, because there was parts I didn't know, you know. Yeah. Exa- yeah. Scenes I didn't remember. Like, the way he shot things, I didn't remember all the style. Mm-hmm. or didn't notice so that was kind of neat um i watched it twice and i felt like it was great to watch it two times like i have no i will probably go back and watch this movie some more times yeah because i just think there's so much to see and like hear like the sound and the visuals and shadows especially oh my gosh i love yeah. so much <laughs> the way it looked though i wonder if the acting is overshadowed by all of those things like Keanu? Well, Keanu's the worst <laughs> thing about it. Don't you do you think so? <laughs> I mean, he, he, he's Keanu in the period piece. So it's kind of yeah. it's difficult. It's difficult. Yeah. That's that's where I'm torn like, too. I'm Whoa. like and Yeah, there's moments where yeah. he does sound like that. And you're like, "Keanu, you're not a surfer at this <laughs> point. Right. You're you're a law clerk or so whatever." Yeah, I wonder if it's if it's the period thing or if it's the accent or maybe a combo of the two that doesn't work for him. Um, 
Yeah. I feel like the people who are the very best in this are all the people who are actually British. <laughs> um, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. I, I, like, Keanu's accent is kind of the thing that, that people still talk about. <laughs> Which is why maybe I thought people didn't like this movie. Because... Yeah, they. That's I don't, a negative. They just want to see Keanu do better, I think. But it's a good yeah, movie. Cause yeah, because he's good in other yeah. things, but not so much in this. Um, but Winona, mm-hmm. I think Winona's great in this. Yeah, she was great. And her accent, like, I'm on the fence about how good her accent <laughs> is in it. Sure. But it's better than his. Yes. And yeah, it is exactly how you yeah. just said it. Jonathan. <laughs> yeah exactly it's exaggerated but it kind of still like works i think maybe because it's a period kind of yeah she can get away with it it's the 1800s right most of the time like the very beginning is in the 1400s yeah but this is 1897 yeah i think i wrote it down somewhere but um well starting at the beginning i loved the beginning like i could watch that opening Oh, the battle! Over the battle, that like just so the, the way it looks. The way they shot at oh the silhouettes. Gosh. What was that film that he's taking from Coppola? Do you know for that beginning scene, Chris? It's like a oh gosh, I think right? I read it was Ivan the Terrible by Eisenstein, but I might have that wrong. There's. Mm. Nice. I, I read he wanted to make Dracula look slightly androgynous in his look, like he wanted to have him have long hair and kind of these beautiful lavish robes, mm-hmm. just because. Actually, I'm not sure why he wanted that, but he wanted to have like this weird appeal, like this kind of Elton John sunglasses. Elton John, oh, yeah, those little or like at one point he looked like Johnny Depp when he was uh, in London, like staring at Winona. Mm-hmm. I thought he looked so much. Gary Oldman plays Dracula. He looked so much like Johnny Depp, and it was really strange. I don't right. Know. <laughs> uh, I read that he was kind of um, really uh, method acting. Oh, yeah. That he was really in a Dracula mode, so he's like a jerk to everyone. Apparently, him and Winona didn't get along at all. Uh. They weren't. Apparently, like at, at rehearsals before they started shooting, they were kind of getting along. But then started shooting, he was kind of a dick to her. And they were like talking about it. There was all this like, you know, why aren't they getting along? And she was like, oh, I think he just has his own way about it. Like, I think he's... <laughs> She's, yeah. you know, she, she, she actually got an acting coach for this one because she's never done a period piece. She's never yeah. done a role like this. So she was had being... Had to do an accent. And a lot of the time, uh, Coppola would tell her acting di- acting coach w- the direction and then the coach would tell Winona. Like he d- didn't really talk mm. to her very much directly. Interesting. And he has a different style of directing. And like there was that scene where Gary Ullman and her are on the bed. And uh, I don't know if you read about this, but like... He was yelling at her like whore, and like Keanu was yelling whore. You're, you know, you were married. You're a whore. Like, and she was like weeping, like weeping on that bed. And like they're like, yeah, oh. this is good. Keep doing. It. And then that was like, Whoa. really kind of fucked up. Ooh, yeah. Uh, and so that like I I heard her talk about it recent uh recently in a podcast with the, what's her name Tabby Johnson. Oh, yeah, and I think she was talking about. I don't know if that's where she was talking about it, but anyway, um, and she didn't say it like that. She was like, you know, they were just trying to direct me and I was young and blah, blah, blah. So she's like cool with it. She's cool with it now. But I think back then it probably freaked her out, you know? Yeah. The directors and, and people in film in general seem to do a lot of weird things to get emotion out of people. Mm -hmm. Uh, wow. 
And like Coppola was just in love with Gary Oldman. He was like, he said like, oh, he's, 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 you know, he's an attractive actor. He's so attractive to me. That's the best kind of actor who can like just become anything. He was like, I mean, he can. He uh, he obviously is a person who's like notable for mm-hmm. being able to become anything. But is in terms of, like, I was trying to figure out if I thought he was charismatic. Like Dracula is supposed to be this character that you're drawn mm-hmm. to, and obviously, like all, everybody kind of falls under his spell. But I think I just kind of like was convinced that there was a spell to it, as opposed to him actually being charismatic I, right exactly. I was a little like not there was, convinced he wasn't charismatic I don't think yeah and I just, also just didn't think there was any like creepy. chemistry like he was creepy and then until he started using his mojo then Winona was like oh, okay yeah you know when she was like first standoffish she's like listen my husband's at home and I gotta go like leave me alone you know when she's she, yeah. like, scaring her on the street like and he shows and then she turns around and he's there and she's you know like so there's no charisma there Totally. And, and I mean, okay, it was the 1800s, so fair enough. But, like, th- that part where she's like, are you, excuse me, are you friends with my husband or whatever? Yeah, and then yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, your husband, I am so sorry. I'll stop, like, trying to hit on you, basically, yeah. now that I respect that you have a husband. Exactly. And I was just like, what bullshit? But then also, like, that still happens now. Like it totally you, still happens now, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> Um, well, speaking of Netflix, this is on Netflix right now. This mm-hmm. is where I watched it. Um, very convenient. So go check <laughs> it out there. So far, it's been but, the only one. It's been on Netflix. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't looked up like um, just her name to see what other things are on there. I but. think some of the weird new ones are on there. Right. Yeah, probably <laughs> the weird new ones. Um, so this it's interesting because we just talked about in the mermaids episode, I guess that she was going to be in the Godfather part three and then she bailed out on that, like while they were filming it. And Mm -hmm. then I heard that she like brought this script to him. Yeah. She got the script. Yeah. She got this shit together, which is pretty cool. Very cool. And obviously he just probably why Keanu was cast. I'm thinking like she wanted to work with Keanu. Yeah. I think there must be, I think they're buddies because they both grew up on communes and have that in common or something. It's a great, I mean, the cast is very impressive. Yeah. Um, Richard E. Grant is in it. Carrie. Elwiz. I never know how to say his. It's Elwiz. Elwiz. Yes. I looked up how to say it because uh, I've heard a lot of people say it very different ways. And I'm like, no, 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 no. (laughs) I always used to say Elwiz. That's how I pronounced it. But it's Elwiz. Um, Who else? Uh, I don't know Anthony if you've watched Hopkins, the, the, yeah Anthony Hopkins is I think he's one of the best actors in this like in terms of his, mm-hmm. this particular role I think he's really good in it Van Helsing um, uh, and Tom Waits is in it yes <laughs> uh, I think I also think Tom Waits is one of the best in it and I think he's one of the best like non-British people who's doing a British accent like maybe it's also because his character's so over the top that he can wow, kind of get yeah. away with just like screaming in this like fake British accent but like I bought it a little more than yeah when he was like I'm people. not crazy I just you know I'm a sane man just trying to save my soul or whatever yeah yeah that's yeah. right he's so good I really enjoy him in it Oh, there's some scenes I had to cover my eyes with the bugs. I can't look at insects. Oh, yeah, and him eating them oh, and stuff. so gross. That reminds <laughs> me. I mean, of course, I'm reminded of 
Nicolas Cage because Coppola. But right. I'm reminded because of Vampire's Kiss, which I don't know if either of you have seen, but it's no. Nicolas Cage, in my opinion, his best film. And it, he plays like a guy who thinks he's a vampire. And he that's the film where he eats live cockroach for it. Um, but I was thinking of it when Tom Waits was eating the bugs. I was like, I kind of don't think Tom Waits is really eating bugs because no. I feel like we would have heard that like he ate real bugs You're or right. whatever for this. But Nicolas Cage really ate cockroaches. Oh, wow. yeah. And um, we can cut this out if we want. But Tom Waits, bringing it back to Jarmouche, got mm-hmm. seasick uh, during Fishing with John. John Lurie's uh, oh, uh, really? uh, fishing show. So, you know, show. Tom Waits is not the swashbuckling kind of guy from his songs. Ah, interesting. Yeah, like, interesting Tom Waits. When we're back with Fishing with John, can Tom fish again? <laughs> He's like, got his head like, between his bags. knees. Oh, dear. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, he probably didn't want Sorry. to eat bugs. That was John Lurie. Anyway, Chris, do you want to say anything about Dracula? Talk about Dracula? Well, Dr- oh, yeah, you read a lot about Dracula. Well, yeah, but not just that. When I was in high school, this was just a movie my friends in high school and I had, uh, and we watched it a bunch of times. And I don't think like we had like the words for like what a camp sensibility was, but we enjoyed it as camp, and we would endlessly right. like quote it at each other, like, uh, "Will you cut off my head and drive a stake through my heart, like my poor darling Lucy, you murdering <laughs> bastard?" We just loved, we just loved <laughs> the goofy, over the top, like, <laughs> like words in it. And um, I think watching it now, I just mostly thought about how um, the kind of stop motion or like hand cranked kind of feel about it. The, mm-hmm. uh, iris effect, a lot of the old timey cinema stuff, everything basically, I just, what jumped out at me is like where the C- CGI would have been if it were made, you know, now it j- just made me think of like how it was about the craft and the costumes are amazing. And yeah, I know, the costumes are so good. Yeah. It's There's- such a weird mix of like, it's legitimately good and like preposterous, like over the topness. That's yeah. That's, do do you remember the, the one scene where okay, Winona mm. and Keanu kiss, and then mm. it pans out, and there's a peacock feather, and then you're looking at the peacock feather, and inside the peacock feather is the a circle of like the the sun setting, like the yeah. red sun and the dawn and a train, and suddenly you're in another scene. Yeah. It's really cool. Or when the shadows <laughs> don't correspond, the first time yeah, that Keanu the visits best. the castle, that was. Yeah, genuinely eerie. That was really well redone in uh, The Simpsons, that episode with Mr. Burns as, as Dracula. Oh, yeah. And the shadows are moving and doing all sorts of things. You got you to gotta watch that Simpsons one. <laughs> okay. You're going to have to send me some Simpsons things. Before we started recording, I admitted that I haven't watched The Simpsons since, I don't know, the early 90s. So I don't, I don't get Simpsons references. <laughs> but, you know. I accept well, I, them. I have a coworker who recently watched Dracula, and he'd only seen The Simpsons Dracula oh, interesting. from Stoker's thing. So he's like, oh, this is where it's coming from. This is, makes sense now. <laughs> um, I, I read the book in undergrad, and but like I can't make a comparison to know how true this is oh, to yeah. that. Like, just because it's it. been too long. Speaking of quotes, like, and the campiness of the quotes, the one that I really like, and if we can find it and put it on here, that'd be great. But if not, uh, is when he says, when, when, like, 
I think it's when they're in the bed and Winona and him are talking and he says, I love you too much to condemn you because he's like trying to turn her into a vampire and then he's like, we must stop or whatever. I love you too much to condemn you. And then she says, then take me away away from from all this death. death. That was the line I used to say all the time. I loved it. Take me away. And she has bloody teeth when she's saying it. It's like, oh, Winona, you don't know what you're talking about. That's basically what you think. Well, yeah, she's like (laughs) hypnotized, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, the costumes are amazing and they won best costume design, best effects, sound effects, editing, and best makeup at the Academy Awards. And it was nominated for best art direction and set direction. And I think it deserved to win that, but it did not. Hmm. That went to Howard's End, which I have never seen. And I looked at pictures of it online and I thought like, it just looks like a flowery, like, is Harrison Ford in Howard's End? Oh, wait. I think it's, um, oh, who is it? It's also Anthony Hopkins. Oh, that's right. And, uh, what's her name that was married to, or was with the, oh my gosh, Tim Burton, Tim Burton's lady. Emma Emma Thompson. Well, no, not her. But yeah, she's in it. Yeah, yeah. Vanessa Redgrave. I see it's just like a old white people movie. Yep. And it looks like that, like a period piece (laughs) as well, but like, it's just not, I don't know. No. This deserved Forget it because this yeah. was so good. Um, right. So, like, again, going back to that beginning scene because of how much I love it, like, his armor when when Vlad the Impaler, I guess, goes off to war, he's got that, like, crazy, I don't know, it's like oh, a yeah. muscular looking, like, it looks red like, suit. like muscles. Like yeah. A, yeah. And then that hat the fox that's like. Head. His and that points, that yeah. mask was in the Guillermo del Toro exhibit at the oh, AGO, really? so he must own it. I don't know. I can't remember if it said he owned it or if oh. it was brought in from something, but I think he owned it. Cool. Just yeah. Thought it was a cool costume. Guess he likes it. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> I like I like when directors are also fans. You know, like that's kind yeah, of yeah. And see. he's like super. He's super a fan, fan of a lot yeah. of things. <laughs> there was a lot of things referenced in that exhibit, oh, yeah? that, like from other films. Ah. Um, yeah, this was great. And, okay, so the confusing thing to me at the beginning, like, he goes off to war, he comes back, she has killed herself. She'd thrown herself from the castle because she thinks he died because yeah. somebody sends a message to say that he did. Um, and then he comes back and she's laying there and then he, like, freaks out and stabs the cross and blood comes out of it. And I'm like, why? Why is blood coming out of this cross? He puts his curse on it because of his love or something. Yeah. Well, one thing about Netflix is all of the Hungarian, not Hungarian. Is it Hungarian? What are they speaking? Romanian. Romanian, Romanian. That's what I mean. Uh, all of the Romanian stuff doesn't have subtitles. It doesn't say what, yeah, they're, saying. Know what they're saying. But then when I put on the subtitles, it tells you what they're saying. Oh. And I was like, why wouldn't it tell me that okay so, what so if you put on the english <laughs> subtitles he is saying something um he says oh what does he say in that part because he's yelling at anthony hopkins as some other man yeah yeah in that part uh, i don't remember what he says in that part i remember what he says when he comes into the room with all those like i don't know they're called dracula's brides those three women oh, that are yeah. like going after Keanu and then he's like why would you touch him he's mine or whatever and they're like but you have no capacity to love and then he's like yes I do I once loved and I will again or something to that effect oh wow yeah and then they're like well then what will we eat and then he gives them the baby yeah yeah the old baby (laughs) but I forget what he says at the beginning 
Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Oh yeah. One of the other suitors. So there's the Lucy's suitors. Oh, yeah, Lucy's. Are uh, Carrie Ella's. Uh, who else? Uh, Bill Richard e. Campbell, Grant, and Bill Campbell, who I only know from Cardinal, the like our Canadian noir TV show. Oh. I don't know if you've watched no, it, I don't know but that one. it's good. Anyways, um, um, <laughs> wait, Bill Campbell. I'm he's, sure he's in he's lots like of things. He's an American. Army of Dark, Darkness guy, right? Or no, is that no, someone? that's a uh, Bruce, Bruce Campbell. Campbell. Okay, good. Is his name Campbell? <laughs> it's Billy something. His real Billy Campbell, yeah. Um, he's not Bruce Campbell. Fine, <laughs> but uh, but luckily he plays an American in it, so he doesn't have to put on a fake British accent. Um, but I liked Lucy a lot. I thought she was one of the best actors in the film. She was really good. Mm-hmm. And she reminded me <laughs> of Ghostbusters <laughs> when she goes off to the garden. Sigourney Weaver. Like Sigourney and- Weaver is. As uh, what, oh, the gatekeeper or key master or whatever. Or yeah, well, the gate, the key, Dan, only Zool. Yeah, when she's that <laughs> walked past me as I was watching it, and I was like, there is no Dana, only Zool, because yeah, there's a part where she's in the bed and like panting, and she's wearing the red thing, and I'm like, this is Ghostbusters. And then um, also she goes off to the garden to have sex with Dracula as like a beast, so it is. The key master. True. <laughs> Anyways, it's funny. It's a good that. comparison. I enjoyed that aspect. <laughs> so Keanu, another Nicolas Cage thing. Um, Keanu's accent in this reminds me of Nicolas Cage from Vampire's Kiss because Nicolas Cage is being like um, a literary agent who like is American, but he like puts on sort of a fake like British oh, accent yeah. just to be like I'm upper class or whatever so it's supposed to be like a bad british accent but like that's unfortunately how keanu sounds throughout the whole thing and he's actually supposed to be british poor keanu yeah it's not one of his better roles but uh winona and keanu will be acting again fairly soon in destination wedding Oh, I know. And they <laughs> and we'll have another one of theirs before that, right? Because they're both in... Oh, frick. What's the um, animated one that they're oh, in? Oh, yeah. Scanner Darkly. Scanner Darkly. That's right. So they like, they like each other, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're also in The Gift together. I don't think they're actually together in it, but they're both in that film. Is it The Gift? I don't know what that is. Wow. Oh. It's one of oh. the films are gonna Maybe it's not the gift. No, it's not the gift. I did I think I did Keanu's in the gift. Um they're in The Private Lives of Pippa Lee. They're also oh, in together. Oh, I remember that movie. But I don't remember if they're in a scene together. I think no, they're I don't different. Think so. Yeah, they're separate characters that have no relationship, but they're um, both in the film. Pippa Lee. I remember when that came out, There was it was, like, not available to watch anywhere. I only saw it, like, much, much later. And I don't think I really enjoyed it that much, but that, that's Yeah. Um, I already did a podcast of Private Lives of Pippa Lee, so this will be my second oh, really? time doing it. <laughs> yeah, I was on the Keanu Club oh, right. yeah. <laughs> episode. Um, well, we get Winona voiceover again in this, which is nice because she's reading her letters and yep. her diary, I guess, throughout. So that's enjoyable because we always like that. 
There's lots of voiceover in it. There's like Keanu's voiceover. Mm-hmm. There's someone else's. There's um, well, the Dracula, and uh, I think Anthony Hopkins yeah. too, because he's probably taking notes and stuff. I feel like it's an epistolary novel, so it kind of makes sense that they yeah. kept with that yeah, by having a lot of letters and diary things happening. I liked in the part where she's reading her suicide note that she's reading it in Romanian underneath her like voice doing it in English. Oh, yes. Mm. That, was, that was nice. That was a nice touch. <laughs> <laughs> this the scene where um, Anthony Hopkins Val Val Helsing, is Van that his name? Van, Van, Van Helsing. Yeah. Van Helsing is talking to like he's uh, talking to his students or whatever. I wanted that scene to go on forever. That was just I don't know why. He just the first time scene. he arrives. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know. It just seemed, it's like, it was really good. And then he gets a letter. And he's like, I must go. And then he's like, leaves his class like instantly, right. like getting a telegram or whatever. Mm-hmm. But but that's the know. one where he's like talking about syphilis and stuff. Yeah, he's talking about yeah. syphilis and civilization and that whole bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's, I mean, it's all about sexuality and stuff, but it's also about like, yeah, transmitting diseases through things and yeah mm-hmm. the limits of science science and the you know where mysticism and Whoa. stuff has to take over <laughs> beans is, this is really too spooky for beans episode. <laughs> she's staring at the fire alarm like she wants to pull it <laughs> <laughs> i liked the fact that they're like uh, yeah you know vampires can walk around in the daytime yeah, did he just walk around in the daytime? Well, they're yes, like, his powers his diminished. Power, yeah, yeah. He has like little, they can't really do much, but he can walk around in the daytime. Yeah, because when he was being transported back and he was in like, not a coffin, I don't think, just a box or whatever, mm-hmm. there was all these slats in the box and like the sun was going down and it seemed like yeah, I think he's just very through, weak just in like, the sunlight. Whatever. but And you know, he had sunglasses and his top hat, so he was, he was covered a little bit. I think like Gary Oldman's most of his effort was maybe into playing scary Dracula and and less into playing Vlad. I think maybe all the effort went into being a demon yeah. because his whole thing seems to be putting on big rubber masks and being these larger than life. Yeah, characters. he was definitely an over the top kind of the darkest hour. Dracula. I was thinking like, oh yeah, he does like to wear uncomfortable prosthetics and you know transform himself. Yeah, yeah. he likes to disappear into the role. Yeah. Um, when Anthony Hopkins, it's just such a weird part. I don't, I still can't really place what's going on, but like when Winona is like coming to see Lucy and she comes through the garden when Lucy's sick and Anthony Hopkins stops her and then asks her about herself and then like sniffs her yeah, and then like dances with her and then says, Oh, you can go see Lucy now. I'm like, what the hell was that? And like, it just was, it was a very Hannibal Lecter-ish moment (laughs) when he sniffs her. I don't know. He's also just a weird, like Van Helsing is very much a, like I'll say anything I want and I don't care how like offended you are by it. He is also also kind of like a monstrous kind of human in a way. Yeah. Um, And how when he was like so easily lured to her, like, or she's trying to like kiss him or whatever when when, like he was crouching down and then he was, she was, and he kind of like eventually snapped out of it or whatever. I thought that was strange. I was like, Really, you're you're the one who's like trying to fend off these vampires, and you're just so so seduced by like. Oh, when Winona, Winona seduces him, 
that yeah that's a so the i watched this twice and the first time i watched it i fell asleep at that part <laughs> so then when i watched it again i was like whoa this part i totally missed it but um i think i only fell asleep because it was long not because it was <laughs> boring um but uh like winona when she's freaking out yeah that's great i like i loved it yeah uh, you never see like obviously this is like the biggest you know change for winona in all of her films she's never done a movie like this and she really goes all out like you really see like but i don't know if that's distracting you're like oh good way to act winona yeah (laughs) right that's true (laughs) but no she was good she was really good um i think i think the fact that everybody's like transforming into these weird demon characters is it's fine that it's over the top um, like Lucy, when they go to chop her head off and she's not in the coffin, and then she comes down <laughs> with that poor child who's screaming, and I'm like, every and time she just I see drops a screaming the child, child on the floor, yeah. <laughs> it's a little sensitive subject right now. Like I get the crying babies, like with right what's yeah, going yeah, on yeah, in the yeah, states. Yeah. Like I yeah. can't, like I don't know. I I saw that and I saw the baby fall, and I was like, I I don't know. I put the t- association together. It's like pick the baby up. Well, find Kean- its parents. I think Keanu goes over and grabs the baby <laughs> yeah. and. I don't know what happens to that baby in the end, but, um, but then when they are like warding her off with the, um, cross and stuff and then she like, it's clearly like, I don't know, reversed film like of her actually climbing out as her climbing back in and it's just like, so I don't know, it just looked really great. I'm just physically. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, it's like this. Um, yeah. She just like creeps awkwardly back into the, yeah. So it's great. Um, there's also another like in terms of visual weirdness there's a part where I guess I don't remember if it's the first time that Dracula is back in like is in London or if it's like just one of the times that he's going to Lucy but like they show him like going through they don't show him they show like his perspective I guess going through the garden and like and that like rose turns black yeah. and like everything's all stop motion kind of yeah. through the garden. That was such a great. The, the decay of yeah. things happens in stop motion. And then like, I think somebody dies. Like I think the there's wolf like. The comes out or and, like he becomes yeah. like a werewolf. Yeah. I think sometimes. that's when he's in the werewolf mode. Which <laughs> yeah. was. I was just like is that him? Yeah. Have him. you seen the Buffy episode where it's Buffy versus Dracula? Yes I have. So that's, I kept going back to that. I'm like, is this the Dracula? But like, (laughs) the Dracula and Buffy was a lot more charming and like swoony. Right. They were all like, ooh, Dracula, he's so cute. (laughs) Right. (laughs) There's less of that in this one. (laughs) But Dracula was like pretty almighty in the other one, in the Buffy one. You know, he turns into a bat. He can like, uh, you know, vanish into thin air. And I think this one could do the same. Yeah, he turned into um, like vapor. Yeah, or vapor. Yeah, that when he go- that's great too. Scene when like the vapor goes into the bed with the Monona and she's like, "Oh my love, you found me." Mm-hmm. Uh, vapor so, vampires. She's good. Yeah, so I think this is a good turn for Winona. Uh, smart of her to bring this script to uh, Coppola. Coppola. Yeah, and I think it was all filmed on a soundstage. Which is interesting. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. There was times where I was like, That's look why at everything's this set. so fake. Look yeah. at this set. Yeah. But it's great. Yeah. It works. Yeah. 
And it was, I don't, I didn't read up on why. Maybe you did, Chris, but um, it was like one time where he was obsessed with being on time and under budget, and he was. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Because I think normally his stuff dragged out and went, went, got really expensive. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He really wanted to prove himself this for this movie. Yeah. That he can make a a good movie with this budget. Mm -hmm. I heard at the beginning he decided he wasn't going to do big elaborate sets. He's like, screw the sets everything's going to be like small interiors that's and right i'll it's put all the all money into the, the costumes yeah. yeah there was some making of type mm. of deal and that, that kind of comes through even like the scene the most expansive scene is when um keanu's character is going to the castle and there's just so much everything looks sort of fantastical and mm-hmm. um still kind of small and maquettish i don't know a lot of smoke rather than you know, again, I keep thinking like if the, if it was made today, there would be like the CGI thing where everything's in perfect focus and it looks cameras moving in ways they never do naturally, and mm-hmm. you would have this huge um, kind of panorama that you get nowadays. Mm-hmm. But this, it, it, it had a wonderful smallness to it. Yeah, it looked older than it is. Like I don't know when you watch it, it doesn't feel like it's from '92. Yeah, it feels like it's older for sure. It's great. I also enjoyed, I liked the end. I liked that it sort of ended, what did it end with her killing him? And that was kind of like yeah. the end. And yeah. it was like, it didn't have to go back and like wrap things up with like her relationship with Keanu no. or anything yeah, else. No it was just like, things up. yeah. Like, Cut off his head. You better let's get on with the show. It's over. Yeah. Yeah, it's over. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. And scene. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> Speaking of shots that were quoted in it, um, I think some of like the, Copious amounts of blood flowing was like a shining was a shining callback. Oh, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Definitely, the like There's so much blood. The part where Lucy dies in her bedroom and then all that blood comes shooting yes. in from the sides of her bed. I was like, oh yeah, that's the shining. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I just really liked this. I think I'll I'll watch it more, but I didn't expect to going in. Though I did have preconceived feeling about how Keanu was going to be in it. <laughs> Otherwise, I think I went in very fresh to everything. I, I didn't remember him having such dudely hair in it. Yeah, see, this is what I mean about the period thing yeah. maybe just not working for him. Like Because he, just... he, he had 90s hair, had 90s boy haircut, like parted in the middle, whatever, mushroom cut, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then when he goes gray, because I guess out of fear or whatever, he turns right. all gray, but it looks like... His same hair, but gray. And it just right. looks so silly. I don't know. <laughs> Keanu with gray hair just looked really weird. I don't know. And I hope props that to Keanu. him and more Winona things, like with Winona, because I've never seen a Scanner Darkly, but I'm hoping that I enjoy it. Because I feel like I could enjoy them together. I just haven't yet. Yeah. Um, I saw the trailer for Destination Wedding. It, uh, Me too. Oh, yeah. I must have posted it on my Facebook. But, yeah. Uh, I think it looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Though it'll be a while before we get to it because we have to get through her entire filmography <laughs> before we talk yep. about that one. <laughs> so it'll have come and gone by the time we talk about it. <laughs> but yes. Uh, cool. Do you have more thoughts, Chris? Because I know you did the most like research on this uh, out of all of Chris us. Chris sent me articles for the last week. Were you reading them? He w- no. And then he was talking. <laughs> I read some. No, I read some of them. And then he was talking about Foucault. And I was like, oh my God. No, I did read you- I did read a Foucaultian like humanities article about <laughs> about it and that wasn't yeah it was 
no, I mean, I really like this scene with them when he tries to seduce Winona on the street in old London and mm-hmm. it looks very stagey and they go into the cinema. I don't know, there's just something really fantastic and old timey about it. I mean, this movie can get away with so much because of how like how it looks. And I, I, I think like that there's really bright scenes. There's scenes that look like shadow puppets. There's scenes yeah, that look made by like somebody so who good. loves like who genuinely loves movies. eerie. Yeah. yeah. And you can tell like that guy Coppola loves movies. That guy. That guy. <laughs> that guy Coppola. He also likes wine, apparently. You think, yeah. you think he would have made more of them. But. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you'd think, but yeah. I don't know. If you got enough money, he's, he's, a, he's a lazy man. <laughs> oh, no, <Whoa>. never mind. <laughs> I think the part where they're on the in the like on the street and then in the cinematograph or whatever is great too because there's like the part where they kind of float together. Oh and yeah. Then there's the part where he like gets her to come hang out with the hang out with the wolf. Oh yeah. And is like petting the wolf and they're just loving the wolf. But I don't that know. that's again that's like so, so it's like genuinely cool, but then we would always laugh our heads off me and my doofy like teenage friends where he goes he likes you or something like that we're just right, like yeah, yeah. like there's just something winking and campy about some of it too yeah and i don't know for me it all works together the campiness mm. and the amazing visuals i re-listened to keanu club's episode about this and i think we have like the opposite opinions <laughs> to the, them like they like oh, really? opposite things about it oh. to us because i think they specifically said they didn't like that scene that we just talked about but i loved it and i don't think they really liked winona that much Dracul. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun to do with the accent i think we did it we did it we did that we did, we did the it. dracula another one in the can sweet in the coffin <laughs> 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 What's the next movie that we're doing? What's in my phone? My phone's not working. Yes, it is House of the Spirits. <laughs> cool. What is that? It's, yeah, I've never seen that. It's super weird. Great. I'm looking forward to something Jeremy super Irons weird. is in it. Or Jeremy's Iron. Uh, <laughs> is that the Simpsons thing? Yeah. Okay. Meryl Streep and Glenn Close. Whoa. Antonia Banderas is in it. She's getting to be like, I mean, all the people she got to act with in Dracula, I'm sure she was very like excited. I know. I know. But now she's getting next level. Yeah. Yeah. Big ensemble. Amazing. It's a people. It's a a weird Colombian. Is it Colombian? Uh, Anyway, it's it's a strange, it's a strange film. Sweet. Do you want a book? Uh, do I own it? Yes. I actually my, I have the movie poster for it at my parents' house. Maybe we can watch I it I used together. to want to collect all Winona Ryder's movie posters. Sweet. For each of her, that would be, and then I was like, there's no way I can do this. So I stopped. Where am I going to put all these posters? Yeah. I, so I had House of the Spirits, Alien Resurrection, Boys, Girl Interrupted. I'm thinking Mermaids, but maybe not. I don't know. But I had those all. Sweet. None anymore, except for House of the Spirits. Oh, you got rid of them for She's real? Cool. Sweet. Well, these these were just some good movies we've watched recently of hers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I'm looking forward to the next one because I've never seen it. Yeah, Dude. it'll it'll be... It's very different. Um, her role isn't too big, but the movie itself is... Anyway, you'll see. Uh, and yeah. by the time this episode comes out, I think you'll be married. Yeah, uh, chances oh. are. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, congratulations. Oh, thanks. <laughs>
Well, that was Dracula. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Toodles. Bye. Bye. Winona Forever is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. Episodes produced by Chris Landry. Music by No Refunds. Hosted by Lindsay Gibb and Rekka Tulsaram. Contact Rekka and Lindsay at Winona at cageclub.me.